Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations That Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I have invited Mary Shores to Conversations That Heal. We will be talking about self-compassion. Mary Shores has spent her entire career as an author, speaker, and entrepreneur gathering positive and pragmatic solutions for people who are, quote-unquote, freaking out. Mary understands human behavior from the trifecta of psychology, neurology, and neurochemistry. She pairs that knowledge with her extensive personal experience to help businesses and individuals fearlessly create their own realities. For more information about Mary, please contact her at maryshores.com. Welcome, Mary, to Conversations with Heal. Thank you for coming on. How are you today? I'm great, Susan. I'm so happy to be here. I want to ask you how you became so passionate about your work with the human brain and with neuroscience. Well, for so many reasons, one of which being that for a very, very long time, I've got really fascinated with the idea that we are creating our own reality and just set out to study how and why that's possible. Some other reasons are that um, I am the parent of a child on the autism spectrum, and that really put me in a position to want to learn everything I could about neuroscience. What do you think stops us from fully accepting self-compassion? You know, for some people, it's easier to give it than to accept it. Why do you think there's such that barrier? Well, I think that our tendency can be to be um, much more critical of ourselves than we are for others. And just my observation, especially with, has been that, um, you know, like say, for example, I make a mistake about something in life, then I might berate myself or abuse myself and say something along the lines of, oh, you know, why did I do that, or I'm so stupid, whereas if my best friend said, you know, made the exact same mistake, I would just continue to tell her that I loved her and that everything was going to be okay. My my self-talk or my talk with her would look very different than my talk with myself. I have that same experience. I think the self-talk, the inner critic, plays a really big role in stampeding the the self-compassion that we all deserve and we all have seems to get lost in the in the confidence of giving it to ourselves. Do you find that true? Do you run across people who have no confidence in giving themselves self-compassion or maybe it's more of the inner critic that gets in the way like you were talking about? Well, I think there could be an underlying foundation of unworthiness or shame that causes those things to bubble up to the surface when some kind of situation happens and it reinforces our feeling of unworthiness or shame. And so the way to, I think the most important thing is to focus on, you know, how do you change it? How do you create loving feelings for yourself? How do you how do you do things that support new behaviors? Because once you have new behaviors, when you can have new language, then what happens is you change your thoughts. And then once you change your thoughts, you can change your subconscious programming, which will change that underlying foundational feeling. That's a perfect segue into my next question for you. 
I wanted to introduce um, the listeners to your book and what drove you to writing it that does deal with making choices and the hows of things. What drove me to write the book is just that I have such a vast amount of knowledge about creating our reality or controlling our circumstances in life because, you know, what I find is that we all accept that infinite possibilities are available to us in life, but the tendency is to still be creating the things that in life that are chaotic and not understand how easy it is to connect us in life to the things that we want versus constantly flowing in the things that we don't want. And so because I feel like there's such simple practices that can connect us to all of that joy in life that I just I wanted it was on my heart to share that with the world and I was so fortunate that the the universe or God or higher self or whatever you want to call it I feel like I was chosen and got this book deal with Hay House to be able to share these very simple messages to the world. What would you say are some of the practices? Could you give us a couple examples our listeners could take away right now? Yeah, I think that just going back to what we were just talking about with infinite possibilities, I mean, one thing to understand is that we're creating our life in every single moment. So every choice, every thought, every word that we say, everything that comes out of our mouth is creating our reality. And so I have this like very simple technique that I get so excited about and people love it. It's called cleanse or clog. And what it simply means is it's best for me to give it to you with an example. You know, if I'm in a relationship with my significant other, then the first thing is to understand that everything I say, everything I do, every word that comes out of my mouth is either cleansing that relationship or clogging it. And what that means is, you know, if I come home grouchy and and don't really interact in a positive way, that's definitely a clog. If I send a next nasty text message without thinking, that's definitely a clog. But if I reach out to that person in a loving way and communicate with their needs um, as a priority, you know, that's definitely a cleanse. And But the thing is that cleanse or clog really exists in every area of life. You know, like what are your choices that you're making in every thin-sliced moment that's either cleansing or clogging your career or your finances or your spiritual and personal growth? How about your physical self? You know, it's very easy to see. If I'm on a diet and I want to lose 20 pounds, then, you know, all I need to do is look at a piece of food and say, will this cleanse me or clog me? And, you know, then it's easy to see that it's our choices that are actually cleansing, or like what I like to say, cleanse or clog is the same thing as saying you're always in everything you're doing, either creating a deeper connection to what you want or you are driving a disconnection. But it's in those choices that we're making. So the takeaway that you asked for is just like whenever you're getting ready to do something or you have a choice, just ask yourself, cleanse me or clog me? Will this cleanse this situation or will it clog it? Will this create a deeper connection in my life or drive a disconnection? And if you can do that, I have this 80-20 rule. If you can do that 80% of time in life, you will see massive shifts come about in little ways. That's a great example of to start making those choices. As you were talking, I was thinking about the listener who doesn't feel 
even worthy of making those choices for themselves. And and I know that, you know, you might think, well, that, you know, this is very basic. And I also know that there was a time in my life uh, where I would have fallen into the category of not even feeling worthy of being able to have those choices, make those choices for myself. A lot of it comes to, has to do with awareness um, that you have a choice because you're, you know, we habitually live our lives. And I'm wondering if you've run across people who are, are very limited by their, their beliefs and their worthiness and what you say to them to help pull them out of that rabbit hole, that cycle. Well, one thing that came to mind when you were explaining that, and especially, you know, thank you for being so vulnerable to say that you were once in that place, because that means, you know, you can deeply understand what that feels like. You know, I know there's been times in my life when I was in that place as well. And I think that when I, you know, I can speak for myself, but when I was in those desperate places where I felt like I didn't even have the power of a choice, because I was drowning in a certain story, you know, maybe there was a tragedy or something bad had happened or a belief about myself, but I was so attached to that story that it made it difficult to see past it. And what I needed to do was I had to learn how to loosen the grip on my story. And what I mean by that is I'm not not suggesting to anyone that your story isn't your story because the things that have happened to us in the past are definitely what created who we are today. But what I am suggesting is that when we are drowning in the story of tragedy, what we're actually doing is every day in every way, we are reinforcing the neural network that keeps that story alive for us. But once we can begin to loosen the grip a little bit, then our choices become, like you said, awareness of choices. I think in the book I have awareness of choices is the key to freedom. So when you can loosen that grip just a little bit on your past stories, then you can open yourself up to even just the slightest possibility of taking life in one step in a new direction and gaining that power of choice. I totally agree with you. Some people uh, I've come across on this the journey I'm taking will argue or or be like, oh, no, I can't, or whatever their excuse is. And, you know, the truth is, is that we all have the choice to stay in um, the story that is no longer serving us. That is that is a choice on how to live your life. It's also a choice to take a risk and step out of it if it's just one little baby step. This is also about self-love and self-compassion. It's interesting how everything circulates around one another. You can't move on with your life and live a life that you dream of if you're not willing to break the cycle of the story. That's such truth. I've asked Mary to come back um, for our next episode of Conversations That Heal so we can continue this conversation. Before we move on, Mary is offering a free download for the Conscious Communications Guidebook. It's a companion course for her book, Conscious Communications, and she has packed it with over 35 pages of exercises to make her teachings even more real. You can visit maryshores.com backslash companion to get your free gift. I've also put a link up for you on the description portion of our show. 
this is just so perfectly fitting, especially what we've been talking about, to help people move out of a cycle that no longer serves them. Thank you so much. First of all, the guidebook is so exciting. You know, this book is designed to help you to build new neural pathways in your subconscious mind. But that sounds like hard work, but it doesn't have to be work. Um, It's fun. And when you begin to develop new beliefs, you start to notice all the synchronicities around you. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's one of those situations where the grass is a little bit greener, and those exercises build on each other. So you can do one after another after another, and they all build on each other and reinforce each other. The guidebook is super fun, and it goes right along with the book. So anyone who's interested in reading Conscious Communications by Mary Shores, you can grab that on Amazon and um, grab that free download. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your passion and your wisdom with us. I have invited Mary to join us on the next episode of Conversations That Heal. We will dive further into self-compassion. Please contact me at Susan at Conversations That Heal if I can support you on your healing journey. Leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support us in reaching listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Remember... You are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.